Y'all, hey, it's your girl, Sharice, and welcome to another episode of Grown Ass Folk Podcast. Got my glass of wine, clink, 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 clink. Well, actually, it's not a glass of wine, it's a drink today because Mother Nature called and she said, bitch, get a real drink. So here I am. I've got bourbon, local bourbon. Well, not local to me. It's from Portland. It was gifted to me, and that shit is awesome. Also joined by Kobe. Whoa, I like to introduce him because he's really random, and at any time you might hear a bark, some bells ring, a window open. I don't know. But welcome, nonetheless. Today, as promised, we're going to talk about reconciliation, but not necessarily the type of reconciliation that you all might no, see, there goes the squeaking. I knew he was going to come through. As soon as I start talking to y'all, he acts like he needs to be the center of attention. Darling. Anyway, so recon- reconciliation that we are all used to um, conversing around is uh, the type where you forgive somebody for their trespasses. And um, Webster defines it as the restoration of friendly relations. That's not exactly what we're talking about today. Today we're talking about the second definition, which is the act of um, the action of making one view or belief compatible with another. So today I want us to reconcile the people that we believe we know and love with the people that we actually know and love. Because who a person is in your head does not matter. Sorry to break it to you. And today's going to be a come to Jesus moment for me as well. But stick with me and uh, we are going to talk a little bit more about it. And I hope that you enjoy the episode. All right, y'all. So like I said, we're talking about reconciliation today and Not in the traditional sense, but we're talking about being able to reconcile the person in your head that you know, that you think you know, and that you love, and who they actually are. Maya Angelou says, when someone shows you who they are, believe them. That is the motto of my life. I love that. I live by that. And I am the queen, as I have told y'all week after week of, it ain't nothing to cut that bitch off. Snip, snip. I don't really give a fuck. Fuck them all. But, like I said, gonna be a little bit of a come to Jesus moment because you cannot go through your whole life just cutting motherfuckers off for any little old reason. It just is not realistic. Um... It's not practical. Um, Everybody needs somebody sometime, or so they say. Um, So, yeah, I just want to talk about it today, because we have to know what to salvage and what to throw away, because there are definitely some times that you do want to salvage things. Now, I'm not talking about Derek Jackson's wife. I'm not talking about her, except you. Throw it away. But other times, (laughs) there might be times when you need to salvage relationships because they're important relationships and uh, because, you know, the reason that you have for wanting to move on is not a valid reason. I mean, 
just wanting to move on, of course, is a valid reason. If that's the case, then that's fine. But don't look for an excuse um, to cut somebody off or out of your life. And this works in business, too, because I see a lot of people around me who burn bridges and um, it's just it's kind of nonsensical because if you are running a business, it's like it's like uh, on these reality shows when you see these girls who are, are like, you know, I'm a business owner. I do this. I do that. I have a multi-million dollar business. I'm blowing up, blah, blah, blah. And then in the next scene, you see them introduced to a stylist or a producer or, you know, a buyer. And at the end of the scene, they cussing them out, throwing a drink in their face and punching them. Um, what business are you running if you punch everybody who says something that you don't like in a business meeting? So, we just have to have some emotional intelligence in this area, and I and I want to talk about that today, starting with family. Um, now, I have an episode that's coming up, and it's called You Can't Choose Family, dot, 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 so fuck them. Sometimes you do have to say that. Sometimes a lot of people hang on too steadfastly to relationships with their mothers or their fathers or their siblings or, you know, things like that, just simply because that person shares your blood. But if you have toxic relationships in your family, bye. Don't don't do that. Don't invite that into your life. If you know that your mother is toxic and there's nothing that she's willing to do to change that and it has affected your life negatively in a major way, you might need to just find a mother figure and leave her alone. That is very true. But sometimes on the opposite end of the of the of the spectrum, you have people who are so extreme and they just think that the things that their parents do are so toxic and disruptive. And these are just minor things that like really every parent does that you just you get used to as a child and as a teenager and then when you get older, you just kind of deal with it because your parent is getting old and you want them to be happy because they did the basic things for you. And by basic things, I do not mean put a roof over your head and put food in your mouth. If a person had you, that's their responsibility. I'm talking about they did the basic things like develop a relationship with you, actually spent time with you, um, actually taught you things outside of school, you know, those sorts of things. If your parent did those basic things for you as a child and they do something that's mildly annoying or that maybe influenced, you know, the way you, the person that you became as an adult, that's not necessarily something that you want to cut your parent off for. My mother was a worry wart. It turned me into a worry wart. But would I cut my mother off because of this simple little thing that was mildly annoying and inconvenient in my life? Absolutely not. But there are people out there who will. Um, so there are times with family guests just absolutely have to go. And, and you should not feel any sort of guilt. You will feel guilt, but you shouldn't. You are justified if you don't for cutting toxic people out of your life. And it doesn't matter if they share your blood or not. But 
You want to make sure that you are not cutting off your family, that your children growing up not knowing who their, you know, family is on mom's side. And, you know, every year the family vacation is split because you don't want to go. And this person is asking who's going to be there. And you're doing all of this because, you know, Charlene was a hoe. And you didn't like that Charlene was a hoe. So you cut her off, even though she's your aunt. What in the world does Charlene being a hoe have to do with you? How does it affect your life at all? And you cut this woman off because she want to get some dick. Anyway, that was, I, I kind of ranted on that one. But I, I see it all the time, and I just think it's uh, disturbing. You know, um, it, with with my parents, an example um rest my father's soul um but in life he had a tendency to be a bit of a dick he took pride in that so I don't have a problem with saying it um a lot of people will look at me sideways and crazy I don't have a problem with saying that namely he was a dick to my mother when they were together and and soon thereafter, my parents didn't really get back into a close, you know, cordial relationship until I was about 25. And um, for me, growing up, because my mom and I were so close, I did see a lot of the things that she went through with him. I mean, nothing that was too, like, R-rated, but I saw... You know, the things that they would say when they were fighting, a couple of public scenes have taken place in my childhood. But what my point is, is that I had to reconcile who my father was actually as a person with who he was in my head. And I had to decide if that person was someone that I wanted in my life. And ultimately, the answer is 100 percent yes. Because of the simple fact that, first of all, other people have to fight their own battles. That was something that I had to learn through that. And it's something that I still struggle with because I do not like bullies. I do not like people who make fun of people who stutter. I do not like people who prey on weak people. Um, that sort of thing. So uh, sometimes I have to pick my battles even now. And I think that that is deeply rooted in my childhood. Sometimes I have to learn when fighting for little man is to my detriment. Um, But, you know, with my father in particular, I had to really decide how his actions towards other people, my mother, my brother, you know, my aunt, were going to affect my relationship with him. And ultimately, I decided that I was not going to let it affect my relationship with him just simply because he treated me like a princess. I was daddy's girl. Now, as I'm a child, if you are if you don't want to fight your own battles against him, then that is your business. But I'm a child and I'm his child. I'm the child. So that really is not any of my business. And my mom never never was the type of person to try to turn me against my father or anything like that she would never do that but his actions spoke for you know he did that himself and I had to decide I had you know I had a major decision to make kind of the same thing with my mom like we 
me and her two of the sweetest people that you will ever meet her more than me my mother is like a care bear like you if people messing with my mother makes me especially mad because I know just how lovely she is as a person but me and her we didn't always get along we weren't always there together um we had issues and I had to, like I said, I had to reconcile in my mind my relationship with her for who she was versus what my idyllic example of a relationship with her would be. And I had to separate reality from fantasy. And I had to, you know, I had to, to really make some decisions in that regard. And I would never, ever, 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 ever think about cutting off my mother because she has not even the things that she has done because no parent is perfect are are they none of them outweigh um the you know the great things that she's brought to my life and taught me and who she is so how what does this have to do with the definition of reconciliation that we talked about earlier so the the second part of the definition is it's the action of making one view or belief compatible with another so you have to think about what you want from people and what they give you and think to yourself am i allowing this person to even be human am i allowing them to be flawed am i allowing them to be themselves if you are in a relationship with somebody, be it family, friend, business partner, it doesn't matter. If you are in a relationship with another person and they cannot be who they are, they're doing themselves a disservice. And if they came to me and said, oh, you know, if Susie knows Bill and Susie came to me after listening to this episode and says, I can't be who I am around Bill. I would tell Susie to say, fuck you, Bill. I know. We said we were working on it. But you have to allow people to be who they are, intrinsically. And then in the name and the sake of reconciliation, you have to, in your mind's eye, See if there's a way for it, for your idea of who they are to be compatible with the idea of who they actually are. And you can, from there, from having that knowledge and that understanding and doing a little bit of deep diving on that, you can decide to move on. I'm not, I'm not against it. You all know that I'm not against moving on. But you have to sit down and think about things like that before you move on because it might be your fault. It might be your unrealistic expectations for that person and what they are to you. And then another part of it is just not being judgmental. So sometimes when you take your judgment out of the equation, if a person is doing something that's undesirable to you, just your lack of judgment can sometimes be enough to make them stop. It could be enough to make them stop and take stock of their actions and see, I'm being a motherfucking ass. 
People feel bad. People have a tendency to feel bad when they should be judged but aren't. And believe me, I know this firsthand. I'm a very non-judgmental person. Uh, You can tell me your stories. You can tell me your secrets. You can tell me shifty shit you've done in your life. And I don't, I have a tendency to not judge people. I won't say that I don't ever because that's just not um, human. But I'm not a judgmental person. I feel like people should have the room to make mistakes. People should have the room to do dumb shit, say dumb shit, and, you know, learn from that and come back from it. Now, if you don't, then that's where my problem comes in. You know, I'm not the type of person to talk to the same motherfucker four times about leaving the same nigga. We're not going to do that. <laughs> that's the second time, just don't tell me because I want to hear it. But for the for the initial conversation, no, I'm not going to judge you. And what happens, surprisingly, it surprised me the first time it happened, is people look at you like, well, why aren't you saying that that's stupid? Why aren't you saying that that's fucked up? Well, because I need to, I need for you to go through what you're going through. Because if it's stupid enough or if, or if it's fucked up enough, I know that you're already saying that in your head. So I don't have to. And it, it does happen. So before you... Um, cut a person off just throw down your judgments for a moment and see if that causes an instance of introspection for that person if they you know sometimes people need to hear stuff come out of their own mouth to know that it's dumb we all had that moment where you just you thought something and you said the first thing that came to your mind and then you said it out loud and you say oh shit that's stupid (laughs) so it does happen, and sometimes people don't realize how dumb the dumb shit is surrounding them until they say it out loud and they see it play out against another person. And the problem has the potential to fix itself. There's There's been instances where I didn't cut people off for doing or saying dumb stuff, and then they took a look at themselves and said, you know, came back and said, I do apologize. Please give me the chance to do things better. And and my answer is, you know, for the most part, uh, no, I can't even say for the most. Sometimes my answer is, okay, we'll try this again. Um, not usually, because like I said, I'm the queen of cutting people off. So this is a come to Jesus moment for both you and I. But yeah, we have to give people that room. We have to give people that room to grow and to be and um, and to make changes and flourish and fail and fall and do all of those things. And we cannot go around dictating other people's life steps, movements, and growth based on what's going on in our own heads and lives. That's just selfish. And I think I think the last thing that I feel about this is that there is huge, huge, huge difference between self-care or being an introvert or, you know, cutting people off, getting them out of your life because they are toxic for you or they are going to bring about your downfall uh, versus just being a bitch or an ass, a douchebag, a jerk like. 
you know, if you're going to live in that, then that's fine. If that's your truth, then that's fine. But if that's not who you want to be, then you have to really look at these situations carefully and think about, is it you? Is it you? Are you cutting people off because they smack their food? Are you cutting people off because they're serial monogamists who choose shitty partners? Like, what the fuck does that really even have to do with you? Why are you cutting somebody off because you're tired of hearing about who they fucking? Just tell them not to talk to you about who they fucking. That's simple. It's worth it sometimes to to heal yourself and and let other people heal themselves and see where that takes your relationship. Cutting people off because they have flaws is not um is not healthy. And that brings me to ghosting people is a toxic fucking trait. Let me say it again. Ghosting is a toxic trait to yourself and others. It does not get anybody anywhere. You do not learn more about people and how people work. And the people that you ghost do not learn anything about what they have done wrong. And you just leave them out there to the wind to do that to another innocent person. And they may have no idea that they are being idiotic or what about or how or how they can fix it. Ghosting is toxic. The Remedy to that toxicity is communication. When you communicate with people, you build bridges to betterment. When you communicate with people, you build a bridge for for maybe you to have a better relationship with them. And if that can't happen and you say, okay, I'm going to communicate with you, but then I still don't want to talk to your fuck ass, then fine. But then you're building a bridge for them to build better relationships with other people, with the people after you, maybe with their children, maybe with their parents, maybe with their family members. Maybe you will help them better their career because they don't know that they on fuck shit. So, I mean, like I said, there's a difference between self-care and introversion. I don't even know if that's a word. Being an introvert. <laughs> And just simply being a plum asshole. Because when you are doing something in the name of self-care, you are doing something selflessly to better yourself and to protect yourself from harmful things in your environment. But just being an asshole is getting rid of somebody because they are inconvenient or fixing a problem is inconvenient. And that ain't right. Because I've seen people do it today. Mama. I've seen people cut off like close, 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 close friends 25, 30 years. And and I watched the situation play out and I can honestly say that the person that did the cutting was the problem in the relationship. And you don't realize nobody, I wouldn't say nobody, but a lot of people, a lot of the time, don't realize their mistakes or the stupid things or the shitty things they do 
until somebody explains to them why they're stupid and shitty. And we have to develop some healthy ways to to do that and to salvage our relationships, a business relationship, friendships, romantic relationships, all of them. Because you you could be losing out on what could possibly be a lifetime of, you know, of a golden um, companionship simply for uh, simply for the sake of, you know, being right or being comfortable. There's no reward in comfort unless we're talking a nice big comfy chair or comfort in your old age, comfort in retirement, comfort in your lifestyle. And even in your lifestyle, there's no there's really no reward in comfort. If you are not pushing boundaries, taking risks, going on adventures, finding new ways to think and be, you're living a really boring life. And sometimes we would rather have a boring life than have those hard conversations with people about the things that we need and the things that they provide to find out if there is saving a relationship or saving companionship. And that's, you know, a lot of us are losing out because of that, myself included. There have been times where I just said, fuck it, I would just rather not talk to you ever again than to have this hard conversation about why what you're doing is fucking idiotic. And, you know, one, at least one time I do feel like I lost out on, you know, on something that would have been very special. Um, and, of course, squirrel. He's going to bark. Anyway, um, I feel like I lost out on something special because I just did not have the time or the patience to deal with this person and their fuckery. And I cut them off and there was no communication. There was no, you know, there was just no back and forth about it. It was just like, bye. And that, I think, is when I learned this lesson. Now, I still didn't go back and talk to that person just simply because I never did gather the patience to deal with the fuckery but we have to um even if we don't apply it in our lives we have to be able to see and discern when you know shit could be going better shit could be better you know um that's all I have to say on that I look forward to getting some comments from you guys maybe some dms Go ahead and leave me um, some comments on on this episode. I'm on IG at Grown Ass Folk Pod. That's no S on the folks. That's Grown Ass Folk Pod on Instagram, and also I'm uh, at Grown Ass Folk Podcasts on Twitter. Um, so yeah, just um, tell me your thoughts on this, and we we might come back to it if I get some some good comments that I that I'd like to respond to. And um, I hope that you guys have an awesome rest of your day. Uh, thanks again for joining me, and I hope that this was a fun conversation. <laughs>